Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. I am Danielle Turner, licensed clinical social worker, transformational self-care coach, best-selling author, and your host of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. This is a weekly wellness podcast I created to help you learn tricks, tips, and tools for self-care, mental health, and overall wellness in order to achieve a healthy and happy life of clarity and balance. Self-care is not selfish, it's necessary. That's why I'm here to help you get back in the game with lessons learned, tips, education, and knowledge from some of my amazing guests. So sit back with a glass of wine or hot cup of tea and get ready to relax as we take a journey together into the Purple Butterfly. Hey there, Purple Butterfly listeners. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Purple Butterfly Podcast. I am your host, Danielle, and I am absolutely excited that you are listening to today's episode because we are going to be talking about the topic of anger and self-care today. If you're ready to explore self-care and discover some very effective anger management techniques that can definitely transform your life, guess what? You are so in the right place. As you know, anger is something we all experience. It's kind of like that sneaky little emotion that kind of creeps up on us when we least expect it. But today we're going to unpack it all. So we're going to talk about why anger happens all the way to how we can manage it like some pros. When we're adding self-care, when we're feeling angry, it's an excellent way to manage our emotions and then to also prevent that anger from escalating because it's nothing worse than going from zero to 10 and turning into the Incredible Hawk. It's not a good look whatsoever. I know for me, there's been times where I just lose my cool or get very upset kind of in the moment, but there are some tips and some things that we can do to help us decrease our anger in the moment and when we're upset. So to help us unravel this mystery of anger management and self-care, my very special guest today is Lourdes Charles. She's an expert in anger management as well as an expert in domestic violence. And she has some fantastic insights that she's gonna share with us. So sit back and listen as Lourdes and myself talk about all things anger management, self-care, and Lourdes' journey to becoming a best-selling author. And as always, you already know what I'm going to say. Remember that self-care is never selfish. Please make sure that you do something good for yourself today. Welcome to the Purple Butterfly Podcast. Today, my guest is Lourdes Charles. She is a Spanish bilingual master level licensed social worker in the state of New York. Lourdes' goal is to equip and teach abuse prevention. Lourdes is certified in anger management and trained in domestic violence prevention education. Lourdes likes to see when people's awareness is increased and lives are improved with self-love, advocacy, and empowerment. Welcome, Lourdes. Thank you. Thank you, Purple Butterfly. (laughs) Good to see you. Good to see you. You know, self-care is my vibe. That's my jam. And part of self-care is anger management. And so you being certified in the area of anger management, help us learn some tips or some skills we can use to decrease and manage our anger. Because I'm a firm believer that 
it's okay to be angry is what you do with the anger that matters. Right. And you're absolutely correct. Anger is another emotion, just like we have other feelings and other emotions. And the way that we use self-care with anger is any little thing that bothers you. That means that yourself is telling you that it's crossing a boundary. Mm -hmm. So even though you might tell a friend, you know, I was so angry about something and a friend be like, oh, girl, please, that's nothing. It may be nothing for her, right. but it's something for you. So the anger is the way that our soul and our emotions speak to us to let us know that something isn't right. And at times when you have this conversation with the person that may have offended you, which is the person that made you angry, they may not even be aware of it. Right, right. Because we treat people according to sometimes how we are or the way we've treated other people before, but they have to understand how to treat you. So self-care and anger management is teaching others how to treat you because it's not that you're sensitive. It's not that you're picky. It's not that you, it's what bothers you. It's your boundary. Because remember, we come from different trauma experiences. Mm -hmm. We come from different experiences, period. So something can bother you and you just have to say, Mm, that bothers me and you know the way you speak to me and just just let them know it doesn't have to be an argument you just have to be almost like a teaching moment about who you are I think I read somewhere or maybe I just made this up in my brain I'm not sure <laughs> it could go either way honestly uh -huh. that anger is like a secondary emotion to something else so there's another emotion that makes us angry absolutely okay anger, so i can't yeah, get yeah. that up in my no, brain that's absolutely yeah you read that somewhere you saw yeah anger is a secondary emotion right so that's why when someone angers you it's just not you being just picky it's something that has happened to you in the past and your experience is telling you wait a minute stop i like to describe the anger as a second hand emotion Anger is the smoke we see, but there's a fire burning behind it. Okay, I like right? that. Mm -hmm. So what's the fire behind it? We can say, you know, that made me angry, but what are we really saying that hurt me? I like that. Mm -hmm. Right? So that's why it's secondhand because it's the cover, is the smoke. But what's bringing that fire? What's burning that fire up that we see the smoke or we feel the smoke? And that's the anger. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So I'm glad I didn't make that up in my brain. No, you, you're right. Absolutely. <laughs> So we have this fire burden. We got the smoke. The smoke is there. How do we get that smoke out so that we can even address the fire? Right. So what we have to do is recognize, why am I angry? What about that is making me angry, right? And that's that whole self-awareness. And once you understand what that is, then you can teach that person, listen, when you said that, when you did that, this is what it made me feel. Okay. Right. So a lot of times we have made the word confrontation almost like a, a fighting word. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that. I know I've heard people call confrontation carefrontation. Right. Like I'm confronting you because I care about me. Like and then that. I even care about you because I want our relationship to go on. Because if I don't part of the self-care is if I don't address you. Right. Then I have a little resentment towards you. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So when I hear your name, I'll be like, oh, she coming. <laughs> right, right. I, I won't be there. <laughs> you know, I'll be late because I never address whatever the thing is. And that person may not be aware that they have offended me, that they hurt my feelings because I need to tell it. That's the self-care. I agree. I, no one knows that you're hurt unless you give it voice, give it the words. Mm -hmm. I always say like you're holding on to this anger and the other person is living their best life. 
they probably don't even remember what happened, but you're the one just holding on to this grudge and you're mad at this person and they are not even thinking about you nine out of 10 times. Like they are sleeping just fine at night while you're up still angry about something that happened years ago or Absolutely. last week instead of, like you said, being self-aware and communicating, communicating this is why you make me angry. I'm very mm-hmm. good with I statements. Mm-hmm. You know, like I am upset because X, Y, Z. And that I feel is a really good way of communicating like those emotions, especially when it's that anger without it being confrontational. Right. So I feel like an I statement can be care. Confrontation. Uh-huh. Like, right. They've called right. it confrontation. Right. Yeah. Instead of it turning into a negative thing. Yes, absolutely. What would you say about like knowing your warning signs? A lot of times I will have clients do like a anger scale, you know, so that they can kind of figure out, okay, when I'm zero is okay. And a 10 is I'm about to turn into an incredible hawk, you know, like what does it look like when I get to five so that I can then start going back down to this one. So I don't turn green. What would you say about that? Okay, so when you know that your anger scale, because a three for me may be that I'm ready to fight. Mm-hmm, right. Right. Whereas a three for you may be, I need a conversation. Mm-hmm. So back to knowing yourself. How do you know? What do you want to do with it? I feel like telling them off. I feel like cursing mm-hmm. them. Then you know, you know what? Let me not do that. Let me think about the consequences. Because I'll tell you this we can make a decision and choose our action, yeah. but we can't choose the consequence. Right. The consequence mm-hmm. is out of our hands. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and like even with couples, I always say to them in anger with anger management, do you want to win the argument or do you want to win the relationship? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. There's no price for the argument. You can win the argument, call them out, curse them out, tell them off. That's right. I told them. OK. But then now you got this person in a relationship with you thinking, I don't know if I want to be in a relationship. with, with them. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want because you won the argument but you're losing out the relationship. Right. The damage of what you said because Absolutely. words not take back. Right. Because you know mm-hmm. that old adage that says sticks and stones may hurt my bones, but words, that was not true. Mm-hmm. Right? Because many of us have low self-esteem or we think negative of ourselves because of words. Exactly. Yeah. Words, words are powerful. Words. Yes, they are. So you, yeah, you have to know your scale. What is your scale? Mm-hmm. Right. Because you need to know what does that means to you? What do you feel like doing? And then you have to understand that I have to take care of this because the way I feel. Right. It's not a positive experience for me. And I need to address that because only, you know, that alarm that's going on inside of you. What is your self-talk telling you? Right. 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 And so you have to pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. I'm a big firm believer on we're going to fight the problem, not each other. Exactly. You know, so what's this fire that's burning so this smoke can stop because we just smoking and this is not going to turn out good. So, yes, yes, yes. I like that because sometimes people think that the best way I can deal with anger is I won't speak to you, which is a silent treatment. Right. And that's in a very type of emotional abuse. Right. So sometimes like that, how do you live in a house? He goes to the kitchen, you go in the room, he go in the room, you go in the room You're with your children or with, or with a friend. Right. So that solid treatment is not addressing your anger either. Like, I'm not going to say anything, but it's still there. It's still bothering you. Mm -hmm. So the solid treatment does not solve anything. It prolongs it. And then it adds to the resentment. Exactly. I think it adds to the resentment on both sides because now you're not talking to me. So now I'm angry and now I'm resentful and my feelings are hurt. You know, I feel like the silent treatment, like you said, it's a form of manipulation. Mm -hmm. Right. Because now you're ignoring me. You rejected me. I don't exist to you. 
Right. Mm-hmm. So that's what it's saying, right? Y'all don't exist to you. Don't, you know, so, so now the, the fuel is on both sides. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Any other tips you could give us on how to kind of decrease our anger, even maybe in the moment? Because I know a lot of times some people can go to zero to 100 real quick. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that also always be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Show yourself grace, right? That whole self-forgiveness, being able to forgive yourself for misunderstanding something after it's been cleared, mm-hmm. right? Taking the time to be good to you. Because if number one is not okay, can we take care of number two and all the other numbers after that? Right, right. Right? And a lot of times when trouble is really difficult, there's some things in life that we just can't change, right? So just get yourself a nice meal. What is your favorite meal that can soothe you? Sometimes we have to find self-soothing methods. Like I can't change this bill. I can't change whatever happened. But you know what? I'm going to treat myself to a good meal, whatever that good meal or my favorite meal. But do something that's self-soothing because our reward system, when we're angry, it, it stays pending. Right. And that's why when people are angry, they'll go to get a drink. They'll okay. go to do illicit substances, right? They'll make bad decisions because the the reward system is open, and you want to feel good, right? Mm-hmm. So find something that's in your control that can make you feel better. Something that's soothing that won't get positive. you in trouble. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mm-hmm. always also say, like, when you're in an argument or you're in a verbal confrontation, just breathe. I think helps sometimes just taking a deep breath before you say something because mm-hmm. it gives your brain a couple seconds to like recalibrate and be like, you know what? I maybe shouldn't say what I about to say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. or if you're on a text message thread, like read that text message before you hit the send button. Right. So right. you can go back and delete the things that may not need to be said. That's I think right. that's important. Also asking for some space, like, Give me five minutes and then we can revisit this conversation because it's going to get ugly if you don't, you know, right. and the other person being respectful of that as well. And right. give you the five minutes because there's nothing worse than you say, I need a minute and then you follow me around, still just jabbering, talking in your ear. Like that's not going to be helpful whatsoever. That's true. And if you even have to walk away, announce your walk away, right? Yes. So don't just walk out, right? So announce it. Listen, I, I'm going to go to the store. I, I, I'm going to go to the car. Like announce your walk away. Don't just leave the argument and leave the person just hanging there. Because in my practice, I realized that sometimes it escalates. Where you going? What you doing? Right. It escalates. Come here, right? And it escalates. So announce your walk away. I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. Do you want something? Even if you have to offer just to get that breather to come back to the discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big firm believer in giving people space if they ask for it, mm-hmm. you know, and if yes. they need it. So thank you for those tips. So, all right, we got to change gears a little bit. Okay. So I heard through the grapevine that you are now a best-selling author. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Part of uh, the Bless Not Broken, volume five with Tamara Mitchell Davis, one of the co-authors. I'm one of the co-authors, Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Tell us about Thank that you. process. Kind of what made you decide that it was time to tell your story? I felt that it was time to tell my story because after attending a conference um, with Tamara Mitchell Davis, the CEO wife, and the stories that I've heard of some of the women that were there, I'm like, you know what? It's time that I do not allow fear to control me anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? It's time for me to just say yes to me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yes that. to my story. 
And the title was so, you know, it just matched my situation because blessed, not broken when being strong is all you know. And sometimes you don't know that you were strong mm-hmm. until you look back and you say, wow, I was strong. In the middle of it, you were just doing what you needed to do to t- to go to the next day. Exactly. You are in survival mode. That's you all. You know it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And so Bless Not Broken, the reason why I also like this is because the forum that Tamara Mitchell Davis has is that you're not stuck in the trauma or the tragedy, mm-hmm. but you just tell the story of where you went, where you're coming from and where you are now, the story of thriving, right? And we're not just saying, okay, we're, we're broken, but we're saying, let's look at the blessed part. Right. Let's focus on the blessing. Let's focus on the survival. Let's focus on the fact that we're thriving now and we can tell the story now. Awesome. Well, thank you for telling your story to the world. I'm a firm believer, even if I can just help one person with my story to not have to go through the things that I've been through, then I feel like I've done my job, you know? So we appreciate you for being vulnerable enough to tell your story, to help other people, because, you know, it's it's important. Now, what's the title of your chapter? The title of my chapter is Beauty in My Brokenness. Okay. Yeah. Beauty in My Brokenness. I love it. So with everything that you do, I can't think anger management with, mm-hmm. you know, domestic violence, IPV, you know, prevention, being a therapist, which is just a tough job in general, you know, stepping out on faith and kind of opening up this new world for you with authorship. How does Lourdes take care of you? Like, what does your self-care look like while you're um, everybody else? Yes. My self-care is spirituality, right? I go to church because that helps me. That's my time with God, right? Although I can do it at home. I like that whole being on one accord with someone else, mm-hmm. right? Listening to gospel music, spending time with my my children and my grandchildren. That's when I feel the best when I'm around my children and grandchildren and I'm at church. Yes. Nice. I love it. I love it. If someone wants to reach out to you, how can they get in touch with you? Kind of where are you as your, your social medias, all that good stuff. Okay, I'm in psychology today on Lourdes Charles, and I'm also on Facebook, Lourdes Charles. All right, awesome. Thank you so much for Lourdes for popping in and talking with us about anger management. I think it's important that, you know, when we're angry, like I said, it's what we do with the anger. It's okay to be angry, but what are we doing with it? When, and like you said, our actions, we we don't always know the consequences. So, yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast, The Purple Butterfly. You are an amazing experience. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Purple Butterfly Podcast. And a special thank you to my guests. Join me weekly to continue the conversation about self-care, overall wellness, mental health, and so much more. If you're interested in learning more about self-care and overall wellness, be sure to check out InnerU Clinical Services, LLC on both Instagram and Facebook, as well as my website, www.innerullc.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn at Danielle Turner. Until next time, remember, self-care is not selfish. It is necessary. Make yourself a priority and take care of you.